comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. Is this a five-minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to a half hour wasted. There is no way I pay more than five dollars for a comic. Welcome to Half Hour Wasted, the final on the road edition of. Lady edition. Final on the road lady edition of Half Hour Wasted, vacation edition. Lady vacation on the road edition. All of that. We are in Iowa, headed towards Missouri to spend the night with my cousin Julie before we go home our separate ways tomorrow morning. Ashley heading off to Arkansas, Allison and I to Dallas, Fort Worth area. Alright, this episode, we teased it a little bit last time. We're going to talk about music and songs that mean something to us within a certain guideline of some kind. Allison will explain the guideline that that this game uh, takes place in. Mm-hmm. There are these 30 prompts, and for each prompt, uh, we are supposed to pick a song. And, I mean, let's, let's first uh, make this known. There could be, you know, several iterations of each of our lists. It's just what we're thinking of now. I mean, let's, this is not a serious thing. Let's, we're just supposed to have fun. So These are, these are wide open categories that they are, and today could mean one thing to you and tomorrow means right. something else. And as soon as we're done with this episode, we know we're going to go, oh, dang it, I should have put that on the list. Or this should this could have worked for this category. But this is what we have now, and I think, you know, it'll be a fun thing. So. I know in preparation for this uh, episode, getting our list together, we've all at least changed two or three songs in any of our categories while we were working on the list, realizing, oh, this song's better in another category. Mm-hmm. And while I'm doing that, oh, I've got an even more perfect song for this category. Full disclosure, we don't know where this list came from. I've, I've actually had this list saved in my camera roll or my notes or something for about a year. Yeah. And I, was just, I, I started filling this list out a year ago. Probably, and just for my own funsies, just to just to look at like what I had and stuff. Thought about maybe sharing it one day, and then I don't know. We it got brought up on the trip, and we thought it would be fun to do. And also, full disclosure, we changed one of the categories because we didn't like it. We make our own rules. We do, as they say in Stranger Things three. Spoiler alert. <laughs> okay, so well and. 
off of that earlier in one of the other episodes, we said that you and I were not going to answer a category. We didn't say what category it was, but that's what was changed, and that's why we have 30 answers now. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, I think we all found some of these were more difficult for uh, each of us individually, but I think we all found 30 songs. You know, some of them are, I answered a couple of them kind of goofy. Yeah. You know? It's supposed to be a fun thing. Sure. Um, we don't want it to last forever, so, you know, maybe we'll add a comment here and there on some songs, just kind of give a little bit of context, but we don't want it to go on and on and on, so. Alright, so. Should I go ahead and. Yeah, what's the start? first category? Alright, so the first category on this 30 song prompt challenge is. Uh, a song you like with a color in the title. So I'll go ahead and go first. Um, I picked Busted in Blue by Gorillaz. It was on their uh, second latest release, Humans, and it's a very, very soft, awesome song, and I enjoy listening to it. It was hard to pick some of these. It was, yeah. Uh, my first, anybody who knows I'm a Prince fan would assume that my answer to this first question would have been Purple Rain, but it is not. I, I picked uh, a different song by Incubus called Black Heart Inertia. <clears throat> this was one of two new songs that they released on their greatest hits album uh, about, I don't know, eight years ago, maybe a little Monuments less. Monuments and Melodies. Called Monuments and Melodies. And, uh, there was two two discs. One was all their hits with a new song at the beginning and the end, and then the second song was a bunch of like unreleased music. Uh, there was even a cover of uh, Prince's "Let's Go Crazy" on it. So that my 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 choice is "Black Heart Inertia" for making this. My original choice when I first did this list was actually "Purple Rain." Yeah. But I I I didn't initially have. Um, a rule on this where I could only use an artist one time. It eventually turned into that with one exception. So I changed that one and my number one answer is black or white, Michael Jackson. Ah, good ah. choice. It don't it don't you know it don't matter if you're black or white. It doesn't matter. <clears throat> it doesn't matter. <clears throat> I was doing an impression of that <clears throat> that uh, jet ski guy from on the last episode <laughs> and it messed up my throat. <laughs> It hurt my throat real bad. All right, should I so move on? Yeah, number two. All right, category number two, a song you like with a number in the title. I'll go first. You wanna go first? Yeah, from the band Chicago, 25 or 624. Such a cool groove. It's got three numbers in it, just old school. It's got three numbers in it, so I win. 70s, that might have actually been early 80s, late 70s, I'm not quite sure, but all I know is that I dig it the mostest. 25 or 6 to 4. But the original, not their not their own cover. They re-released it as their own they covered themselves and they slowed the tempo down a bit. Not a fan of that one. The original by Chicago. Uh, I went ahead and picked 9 in the Afternoon by Panic oh, at the Disco. Of course you did. Uh, of course. That song's been with me for a long, long time. Uh, it's off of their second album, Pretty Odd. A folky Beatles-esque album. It's my favorite album by them. And uh, that music video is, it may be my favorite music video of all time. Love it, love it, love it. I am not shocked at all. <laughs> nope. That she picked that. It's a good one. Ashley. My number two answer is 26 by Paramore. Ugh. 
sad. Do I know that one? Yeah, it's off of uh, After, After Laughter. Laughter. Well, they played it at the show we went to. Oh, okay. I was crying in the audience. Delicate. I'm not personal it's, song. It, yeah, it's, it's about it's about Haley's life experience. I'm not super familiar with most of it's more slow. stuff, but okay. Yeah. Good choice. All right, category three. Category three, a song that reminds you of summertime. I'll go first. My song is for number three is All Summer Long by Kid Rock. Reminds me of All Summer Long. Reminds me That's of uh, the summer before Jake and I started dating. Yeah. I hung out with Jake and his group of friends every single day, all summer long. Oh, awesome. That's cool. That all summer long was one of the guys that we hung out with. That was his ringtone when he <laughs> called me that summer. And I just bring good memories. Good. Uh, my song that reminds me of Summertime is Summertime by <laughs> DJ Zaz Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Ooh. It's got a really awesome sample from Cool in the Gang song, which I think is called Summer Madness. I think that was the name of this, the Cool in the Gang song, but it it's just a really nice laid back, easy groove from the Fresh Prince and I really like it. Uh, mine was instantaneous when I saw the prompt. It's uh, called Warm Glow by Hippocampus. Uh, I had the privilege and the pleasure of seeing uh, these guys live last November and just a uh, beautiful, beautiful song by them. It's got a lot of summer imagery in it. The song's called Warm Glow. It's just a really bright, um, happy track that just sounds like a breath of fresh air. So I picked uh, Warm Glow by Hippocampus. Um, category number four, a song. This is the one that oh, yeah, we yeah, changed. Yeah. We don't have to tell you what the original one was. Right, right. Go into the new category. <laughs> right. I forgot. Okay. Uh, yeah, we changed this category number four to. I picked um, an instrumental, like a favorite instrumental of ours, instrumental we really like. So. Go for it. Okay, I mean, um, I picked "Cabin in the Sky." It's also sometimes referred to as "Cabin in the Air." by Nancy Wilson. This is an instrumental track that uh, was in the 2000 movie uh, Almost Famous. It's one of my favorite movies of all time and it's played in the famous airport scene. Beautiful little short brief guitar number. Very sweet. Love it, love it, love it. Nancy Wilson of Heart? Yeah. Right? I yeah. believe so. <coughs> Pardon me. My phone went to sleep and I lost it. My instrumental is, I consider it an instrumental even though the name of the song are the only words that they speak. Uh, it's called Pick Up the Pieces by the Average White Band. It's just a nice, cool little groove. And they do say, pick up the pieces, but it's mostly an instrumental. Uh, if I had a theme song that could play anytime I walked into a room, that's what it would be. Pick up the pieces by Average White Band. My number four is Your Hand in Mine by Explosions in the Sky. Oh, I love Explosions in the Sky. They are actually um, going back out on tour. Who is Explosions in They're the Sky? They're strictly an instrumental band. Yeah. I, they might have one or two songs with lyrics in it. I don't actually know. They're great. Um, uh, my boyfriend in high school showed me this band. We ended on good terms, no harsh feelings. So this song is still, I like this song still. Um, it's just, you listen to it. Explosions on the Sky in general is pretty good, but that song specifically, it's 
Nice. Okay. Uh, a side note. <clears throat> soundtrack in the background is being provided by Incubus. It is their album called If Not Now, When? It's a really nice, laid-back, mellow mm -hmm. record. And all three of us are huge fans of it. Also, side note. We'll see you again in November, yes. Incubus. My kids and I like to go see Incubus whenever they come through. This will be my third time. My, my third time as well. To see Incubus? It's your second. It's my third. It's my third. What other shows did you go to? I went to both shows with you and Dad. I There was one show I went to with Dad. Then I've seen him four times. I've seen them three times. Then I'll, okay, this will be my fourth then. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I've seen them a lot more than that. <laughs> um, okay, next category please. Alright, category number five, a song that needs to be played loud. <laughs> this was another one that was instantaneous for me. I chose uh, Add It Up by Violent Femmes off of their 1983 go. self uh, titled debut album. It's This song makes me want to throw tables. Just makes me want to punch walls. I love it so much. Uh, everything, 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 everything. Actually, that's Kiss Off. Oh, is that Kiss Off? Add it up. I mean, Kiss Off could also be a good choice. I was kind of deciding between those two, but Add It Up. Add It Up. Something yeah. about it just makes me want to throw someone off a cliff. So the whole I record's could, great. Yeah, yeah. Whole, awesome. Ashley. Number five, Bohemian Rhapsody, Queen. Ah, <laughs> of course. Solid choice. Especially the last half of it. Mm hmm. I, I chose uh, Break Stuff by Limp Biscuit, <laughs> also known as my angry song. When I'm mad, when I'm super mad about something or somebody or whatever, I get in my car, I dial up Break Stuff by Limp Biscuit, and I crank it up to 11. 11. And I sing it, I bang the steering wheel along with the beat, and when, by the time the, the song's over, I'm, I'm, I feel all better. Sometimes if we just want to jam, we'll queue up breaks down. Yeah, too. but it has to be played loud. <laughs> yes, it does. Loudly. Number six. All right, category number six. A song that makes you want to dance. Uh, I picked Perfect Places by Lord off of her latest album, Melodrama. Oh, okay. I like that one. Yeah, it's the closing track on that one. And uh, every single time that last chorus comes in, I just, I don't know. There's just something about it. It's infectious. That's a good one. 24 Karat Magic by Bruno Mars. You cannot be still when that song comes on. You just can't. I can't. I love it. It is a super dance song. I have a hard time being still when Bruno Mars comes on at all. This is true. He's just yeah. so funky. Ashley has called him the prince of our generation. I, I for so true many that. years, I and I, I would agree, for sure, said that I was just waiting for the day Prince and Bruno Mars could collaborate or perform together. That would have been pretty Unfortunately, sweet. we won't get to see that, but maybe one day Bruno Mars will cover something. So. Yeah, that'd be cool. My number six for the song that makes me want to dance is Holy Ground by Taylor Swift. I have absolutely no idea why that song makes me want to dance, but it does. It's off it's a red, huge, right? Yes, it's off her album Red. It puts a huge smile on my face and I just want to bounce around in circles. Is it a big? Um, it's no, no it's not, a deep is cut. Is it like at a, fa a fast up tempo? Uh, jam? Yeah. Okay, cool. That's a deep cut. It's That's not, a good choice. It's not super popular either. Uh -huh. It's it's a hidden gem. Okay. Sometimes nice. those are the best. Yep. For sure. 
some right. of, some of my favorite Prince songs are songs that never got any radio play. You yeah. know, back in the day when they were when they first came out. So, like B sides. All right. All right. Category number seven: a song to drive to. Anybody I'll go else first. Go? Yeah, you go first. Drive by Incubus. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah. Go ahead, Al. Uh, I picked Midnight City by M83. Uh, I love listening to the song, especially at night. Did they talk about being in his car? Yes. Yeah. I just, the first time I played this song uh, in my car was at night, and I just felt like I was floating. It's an amazing electronic song. I love them. Yeah. Mine is called High Roller by The Crystal Method. It's just a, it's a nice mid-tempo Hard driving beat. And it's got some wah 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 wah. It just goes through the whole song. It's on their album Vegas, the same one with uh, Busy Child and Trip Like I Do. Such a great nighttime driving song. Cool, cool. Alright, uh, category number eight a song about drugs or alcohol. Whiskey River, take my mind. <laughs> bam, bam, Willie Nelson. Don't let a memory torture me. That one just boom. That was immediate. Mine is Zanny by Billie Eilish. I, I knew it. That was my second one that came to mind. I knew it. <laughs> that was the one where I was like, I have a feeling, you know, that something was gonna. Yeah, awesome. I, I just that uh, song. It took a little, just a couple plays. I think it's to, very, it's a very important home. song right it's now. It's super important, and I love it. And whenever I don't know if it was you that described it this way, or if I was listening to of an interview mm -hmm. of her and Phineas, but that song got a whole lot more interesting to me when it was described as the way cigarette smoke sounded. Oh yeah, I said that. But it's looked. also in an interview. I heard that from an interview. Yeah, okay, maybe it was She wanted to smoke. create what it yeah. felt like to be suffocated by secondhand smoke, smoke yeah. but in, uh, in an auditory experience, yeah. and I think she nailed it. That's pretty interesting. Um, yeah. All right, so I picked and this is an interesting choice. I picked It's Not Living If It's Not With You by the 1975. This is off of their latest album, A Brief Inquiry Into Online Relationships. It took me a while to actually figure out this song was about drugs because it's presented as a love song. Um, in the song, he talks about this character named Danny. He goes by the name Danny and how Danny needs to search the street when he's on vacation because he just needs to... He needs to be with that special someone, and that special someone turns out is actually drugs. Maddie Healy of the 1975, um, he had to go to therapy and rehab, and it's just, it's an interesting choice, I think, presenting a song about, it's a heavy thing, presenting drugs in a sort of way as a love song, so I picked that one. Um, all right. Number, uh, category number nine, a song that makes you happy. How vague, right? I'll go. You wanna go? My song that makes me happy is off of Ali and AJ's EP, 10 Years, that was released uh, at the end of 2018. It's called The Distance. Mm -hmm. And it, it's just, they're back. They're back, baby. It's just, I don't even know how to ex explain it other yeah. than it just makes me happy and I want to bang my steering wheel with a beat and it's it's a good choice. It's just, it's just fun. Dad, how about you? 
the Humpty Dance by Digital <laughs> Underground. Every time I hear that, do my baby, and then the right at, right there at the beginning of the record, just a big old grin gets on my face, and I forget about anything that might have been irritating me previously. I mean, it just it literally can change my mood. It's immediately. a special thing when songs can do that. Yeah, and it's, it's that song definitely does it every single time I hear it. And it's one of my two uh, go-to karaoke songs. There might be video evidence of that. Yeah, there is video evidence of that somewhere on the internet. Just, that's all there is. It's so funny. It's a good funny. It makes me smile. Alright, and I picked Doing the Unstuck by The Cure. There you go. This is my favorite song by The Cure. It's off of their uh, 1992 album, Wish. And uh, it's just, it's happy, it's sarcastic, it's carefree. Uh, I love the way Robert Smith's vocals sound on this track. It's just, it's just my favorite he pure song. Says, I love it. Let's get happy. Let's get happy. It's just, I don't know. I I forget about anything and everything when I listen to this song, and it's just, it means the world to me. So I picked that one. I like it. All right, category number ten: the song that makes you sad. So we're going from happy to sad. Anybody I'll go. go. Yeah, mine's called Champagne by a local Texas country music artist named Gary Kyle. It's about a guy who was supposed to get married today, but he finds himself, instead of drinking the champagne that he expected to be drinking, he finds himself sitting alone at a bar drinking a beer. Aww. Yeah, it's super sad. Wow. It's super sad. I played it for you, Allison. I know you've heard it. Yeah, it But it's a very funny. pretty song. Um, but he, t he, he he says I was expecting champagne. Yeah. This was the day when I was supposed to say I do. But I'm sitting at a bar drinking a beer, and it's just really super duper sad. But I like it. It's funny how you can enjoy a song so much that just is incredibly sad, and that happens to be one of them. Mm -hmm. All right. Um. I picked Home by Foo Fighters. Ah. It's uh, just the piano-driven, piano ballad. Uh, Dave Grohl just sounds super heartbroken on this song. Uh, it just kind of makes me still when I listen to it and just... Well, it's, I, I'm going to have to change some plans that I have then because of that, knowing that. I wanted that song at your funeral? played at my funeral. Foo Fighters home. Well, I don't if think that's what you want. I don't think you should change that. If Allison's going to be at my funeral, just boo Well, she's it. probably not going to be very happy to be there to begin with. <laughs> this is true. I don't, I just, it does make me sad, but it's, it's, it's kind of that sadness that you, you know, is an important thing. It's like, yeah. I'm, it's an, it's important thing that I'm here listening to this right now. And it's, uh, I'm glad that I'm alive listening, like being able to be on the same earth as that song at the same time. So... That makes sense, so I picked Home by Foo Fighters. Beautiful. Mine doesn't really make any sense, but for some reason the song makes me cry. It's not a bad song at all. It's I Hope You Dance by Leanne Womack. Oh, that's a great song. Do I know it's not sad, but I don't think I know this song. It's just an, it's a very emotional song. It's great. Allison will listen to it later. Okay. Leanne Womack is a country artist. My mom's oh, well, not a super musical person. She doesn't enjoy music the way most people do, I don't think. But there's two songs that every time make me think of her, and that's one of them. Huh. 
Yeah, we'll play that for you later, Allison. I, that's a great scene. I've always liked that scene. That's really good. All right, category number 11, a song you never get tired of. I can answer that All right. immediately. I can, can it we answer the, it at the same no. It was the easiest one. Can we answer it at the same time? Is that your? If I know you, it's the same song for me too. Everlong. Everlong by the Foo by Fighters. By the Foo Fighters is my favorite song forever and ever amen <laughs> a lot of people might have thought it would be a prince song but my absolute most favorite song period is everlong by the foo fighters it says a lot that you I, you know that and i never ever get tired of it i can listen to the original hard driving rock version or just the the quiet calm acoustic guitar version just him and uh, Dave singing and playing the guitar. Either one. It's, it's the whole song. It's goosebump material for me. Either way, and I never ever get tired. I thought about putting that one. That one is mine too. I thought about putting Was that one. Was it really yours too? Yeah, that's why I said I want to answer it at the same time. Because if I know you, we have the same song. It's <laughs> awesome. Uh, I, <laughs> this was the double artist. Um, I put somebody else by the 1975. Uh, this song was off their second album, uh, came out in 2016, early 2016, and I've been playing it um, weekly ever Sorry. since. Uh, it's a sad song, it's a heartbreaking song, but it's just so groovy and uh, it just means a lot. And I just don't see myself ever getting tired of that song. It's so good and it's just really important to me. So I picked uh, Somebody Else by the 1975. Alright, this is a fun one. A song from your preteen years. This is category 12. You go first, youngin. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah. Because I don't think you're ready for this. Are you ready? Are you ready? Okay. Is it going to drum up old feelings? Um, yeah, I think so. Uh, Crush by Mr. David Archuleta. <laughs> Where is he? Is he okay? David Archuleta, we love you. Oh We're thinking gosh. about you. Um, Wasn't he on uh, American Idol? Yeah, he was. The song played a lot on uh, Radio Disney. Wasn't he a winner? Uh, I don't know. He may have been one of the ones that came in second or third. Yeah, Actually, he was I would right up at the top. Listen to the song uh, on my little boombox, little radio by my bed. Listen to it. Man. It would come on every single night on Radio Disney. Uh, I'd wake up at 3 a.m. and it would be playing. Love you, David Archuleta. Love, Crush. All right. That song. <laughs> Do you ever feel? That's a good one. It's so good. Okay, it mine. Still, still goes hard. For my preteen years. And I lumped my preteen years into, like, obviously when I was a preteen, but it may have, may have dipped into the single digits. I don't really know when this song was released, but it makes me think of that era. Pork and Beans by Weezer. Ooh. That was off of the Red Album. I'm pretty sure that was 2008. I may have been a teenager. I don't know. Yeah, you were a teen. Well, it's, that's in that era. Of I believe that was 2008. Uh, there's uh, the song I originally had in that slot is later in my list, so I will reference back. Good choice. I picked one that came out when I was about 11, and it informed my musical direction from that point on. It guided me towards unexpected music, and it was Queen's Another One Bites the Dust. 
Yeah. Came out baseline. One. First time I heard that was at Shannon and Kim's house, and they were playing it on their eight-track tape. And I was like, "What is this?" Uh, so, you know what? I've told this story about that song a couple of times. Um, it was on the music but, episode. Yeah, where but each of you picked five. I songs. just realized that what I just said about Shannon and Kim's, uh, while it's true, it wasn't the first time I'd heard it, but I do, the, the most vivid memory I have of that song is listening to it at Shannon and Kim's uh, on the A-track, but I did, the first time I heard it was on the bus, and I asked a kid where he... Oh yeah, that's what you said in that original I asked episode. a kid where he heard that, and he told me, and it, it, I started listening to that radio station which never played that song. But anyway, it, it, it introduced me into a whole new genre of music. So. Um, how, how, old, how old was I June 3rd, 2008? Was I 13? Was that Pork and Beans? That's when... 2008, I was right. That's when uh, that album came out. So, so it's close enough. Close right enough. And if, 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 Pork and, if Pork and... No, I was 13 because I had not had my birthday yet. If Pork and Beans was a single, I very possibly could have been 12. So it was perfect. Yeah, they it might have released perfect. it before then. It's it was around perfect, that, you know, yeah. it's around that time. That's acceptable. Yeah, acceptable. All right, next. Uh, are we done with all of our... Yeah, pre yeah. Okay. Uh, category number 13, a song you like from the 70s. Good category. There are so many because so I many. grew up with all that music. Well, mine but, is... Go for it. Mine is You Don't Mess Around With Jim by Jim. Jim Croce. Such oh. a great song. You don't tug on Superman's cape. Very uh, relevant You don't spit right in now. the wind. Very relevant right now. Yeah. Uh, Dad, you want to go? Give Up the Funk by Parliament. Ooh. Give Up it. the Funk, open parentheses, tear the roof off the sucker, close parentheses. That's the actual name <laughs> of that song. Give Up the Funk by Parliament. Such a great song. Good one. Uh, and I picked uh, Us and Them by Pink Floyd. It's off of Dark Side of the Moon, but it's not one that's super talked about very much. Um, I listened to this uh, for the first time maybe five years ago and absolutely fell in love. It's got some of the most beautiful saxophone I've ever heard on it. It's my favorite off of Dark Side of the Moon. Um, yeah, Us and Them by Pink Floyd. All right. Oh, Ashley, did you go? Yeah, mine was Jim Crunchy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. 14. A category number 14. A song you'd love to be played at your wedding. If I get married again, and I wouldn't be afraid to get married again if I met the right person, uh, I would like to have Take Me With You by Prince played Ooh. at my wedding. Aww. That's a nice, sweet song. Yeah. I don't care where we go. I don't care what we do. Yeah. Just take me with you. Mine is... Faithfully by Journey. Ah, good too. I would prefer that to be my first dance. But as long as it's played, I'll be okay. I'm forever yours, faithfully. That's great. It's awesome. Uh, I picked... Uh, where to go, where to go, where to go? Uh, you Send Me by Sam Cooke. Ah, from such 19, a good one. 1957. Uh, beautiful, little, short, sweet love song. Uh, Sam was the man. He really was. That's a good tune. Uh, all right. Category number 15. A song you like if that's a cover by another artist. This one was an interesting one. Does that mean you prefer the cover version? Yes. That's what I took it to mean as. Oh, I did not that's okay. take it that way. I just picked it as like, oh, a cover that you like. Wait. Well. I think you're saying the same thing. A song you like that's a cover 
right. by another artist. Okay, so think of the yours? one that think of the it's one not, that you picked. Yeah. And and ask yourself, do I like this better than the original? I don't. That's okay. okay. You already picked it. Or it unless you can matter. come up with another one. I don't right think that's a lot what of people don't. A lot of people don't like cover songs because they're like, why would I want to hear somebody else ruin the song that I love so I much? I don't think that's necessarily what the category is saying. If y'all took it that way, cool. That's how I took it. I didn't take it that way. Yeah, it, it, again, It doesn't mean I dislike the original. These categories gotcha. are up to our, our interpretation. Right. Uh, okay, so Most I'll just of go the ahead time, we'll have the same the interpretation. Um, I picked... Paramore's version of My Hero by the Foo Fighters. Oh, that's a great that's one. That's a great one. It's yeah. great. Super soft, sweet, acoustic guitar, Haley's voice. It's a cover of, is the, beautiful. of the acoustic version that, that Dave does. Yeah. yeah. I was not saying I enjoy it better than the original. I don't think I do. They're different. They they're are different. They're, that's true. They are two different songs. That's they're a good different one. keys, my, yeah. that's for sure. It's probably my favorite cover. I that's think. a good one. I was going to dance to that my senior year of high school was it as a solo. I was gonna take it to competition and then I injured my knee. Oh, so that never happened. It, it got halfway choreographed, but we'd scrap it. What's yours? I prefer this version to the original many times over. The song is Smooth Criminal by Alien, <laughs> Alien Ant Farm. I think it's a far superior song uh, the way. Alien Ant Farm does it. No respect to Michael Jackson. Who, no disrespect. That's what I mean. No disrespect to Michael Jackson, who is still one of my all-time favorites to this day. But I, I really prefer I mean, Alien Ant Farm's version. Can't of deny Ant how Farm. hard that cover. Just I, that also yeah. makes me want to flip a table. Just for sure. Ashley, my cover is originally by Nine Inch Nails. It is Hurt by Johnny Cash. Oh yeah. Mm. And. Trent Reznor liked Johnny Cash's rendition so much better that Trent said, this is your song. Yeah. This is not my song anymore. <laughs> Have you seen Chris Hemsworth, Fat Thor, singing that? <laughs> playing guitar and singing that? I watched Excuse a few me? seconds what? of it, yeah. yeah you, you haven't seen that out? No. Chris Hemsworth, Fat Thor, <laughs> was playing guitar and singing. I have uh, not seen that. I'll have to look at that. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. We are at the halfway point. We are. Um, we may have to make an edit. Actually, I don't even need to say that. I can edit that out. But we may have to make an edit later when, if we want to do the I Am In Misery thing. And then I can just edit the two together. It's no big deal. I've got, we've got about uh, 6.36. We've got 30 minutes. Yes, we're at, we're at 34 minutes right now. Maybe we don't talk so much on, our, on the tail end of this. I kind of like talking as much as we are. If we don't do the misery thing we don't do it okay. all right let's just keep going okay all right, all right. okay i'll number uh, uh category, category yeah category 16, 16 a song that's a classic favorite now there are different ways you can interpret this but we decided to take it as a song that's been considered a classic uh that we we really really enjoy we did i believe so i, I thought we were doing whatever we wanted okay Sure. Okay. You go first, Ashley. Mine was, and this is the song that was originally in my preteen years, but I moved it, and I still think it could be considered a classic. Okay. In today's era is Ocean Avenue by Yellow Card. Oh, it is, for sure. That's a good I've one. not I met like a it. single person where I used to sit and talk with you that doesn't dig that song. I don't believe it qualifies as classic I, well, but by the what, definition. But we said we were going to take this how we okay. interpreted right. it. Right. I think 
in my generation, like, that is just a classic feel-good song. I, I would agree. Even, I would agree. I freaking love that song. I'm a part of that generation, I think. Yeah, I, I, I just agree. mean, like, around, like, maybe just in general, it is just a classic song that just makes you feel good. Yeah. Good, good. Uh, I picked Everybody Wants to Rule the World by Tears for oh, Fears. Yeah. Okay, there's, can't not enjoy that when it, when it comes on. That's a, a given. That's a given. It's just, it's a, yeah, it's a classic for sure. All right, Dad? Uh, Sweet Caroline by Neil Diamond. Mm, good one. Yeah, every, I don't know anybody. I take that back. I know one or two people who can't stand that song. But ba, ba, ba. Yeah, but I mean, how, it's it's hard not to go bop, bop, ba. So good, so good. When you're hearing that song in a group of people, it's yeah. impossible. Category 17. 17 is a song you'd sing a duet with someone, a karaoke. Picture by Kid Rock and Sheryl Crow. <laughs> I've actually sang that uh, with at least two different women I can remember. Uh, I did the Sheryl Crow part, she did the Kid Rock part. I'm kidding. <laughs> That's fun. I like that song a lot. I had a couple uh, options for this one, but I picked picture by Kid Rock and Sheryl Crow. I like that. That's awesome. Uh, I picked Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now by Starship. <laughs> this song is featured uh, in a movie called The Skeleton Twins with Bill Hader and Kristen Wiig. Where Did they, they sing that? They lip sync it. Oh. Uh, and ever since I've seen that scene, I think it's one of the most hilarious scenes in any movie ever, but I figured it would be a really good karaoke song because it's got two parts, so I, I picked that one. <laughs> Ashley? Hey, wait a minute. This wouldn't be a half-hour wasted episode if I didn't ask. Are we recording? Oh my god, we are. Okay. We are recording. Ashley. Um, now, Ashley doesn't do karaoke. I don't do karaoke. In this song, I would not. I would never do karaoke to it. But growing up, I'd always ask you to play this song, and I'd want to sing it with you. This is not a karaoke song. I know what it is. Do you know what it is? Yeah. What is it? Cold. By CrossFit. By CrossFit. So yes. I would I would never you could not pay me a million dollars. There's a rock and roll to song. Do a, that in karaoke. I've only ever How done karaoke you? one time and that song that? is actually also later in my list. I, but I just was thinking about it the other day. I was listening to it well, and I was thinking We just play, I played it on the yeah, way up too. When Ashley was little and she was all about listening to daddy's music in the car. I just love that song so much, and she would sing along with. I try. You actually. I would try. You to actually <laughs> sang better when you were a little kid than you, than you do now. <laughs> I, I'm well aware that I cannot sing. I know that. You for honestly, a fact. honestly could carry a tune. Not that you're horrible now. You are not a horrible. There's singer. a reason. I can list off a handful of horrible singers that I know very well. You are not one of those. But <laughs> as far as being on key. I was when I was singing younger. a melody. Yeah. You sing. But I'd always try and what is it called? Right. Harmonize right. with you guys. With yeah. you whenever. Yeah, I can't do that anymore. But I enjoy that song. It's fun to sing. Um, and interesting choice for sure. I would never do karaoke to that. I also read that as you would do a duet or karaoke too. I can't way. read. Uh, I was gonna put <laughs> Benny in the Jets, but I don't know that song good enough to sing that. That's why they put the words up. <laughs> karaoke. Cold by Crossface. All right. Okay. Uh, category number eighteen. I, I like that answer. This is this was really fun. A song from the year you were born. Uh, I think I'm gonna save mine. Y'all go. These eyes by the Guess Who. I had no idea that was that came out the year I was born. 
but I love that song, and I'm pretty sure I only heard that song about for the first time about three or four years ago. And when I first heard it, I thought, man, this song sounds like something, like, it just sounds like somebody's doing it, like an old retro style, you know? I was like, this is brand new song, it's so totally, like, early 70s. It was awesome, and then I was told, you dummy, that was from the early 70s. Well, it was 69, 69. it's called uh, These Eyes by The Guess Who. Such a good tune. Ash? <laughs> My song is Stay by Lisa Loeb. Ah, this good. is for you, Frank. Yes. <laughs> Frank. Right on. Off of uh, Tales, arguably very possibly my favorite album. Lisa Loeb and Nine Stories. And the Nine, yes, and Nine yeah. Stories. She wasn't just Lisa Loeb there. But, great. Just, so good. Alright, for mine, this is the year of our Lord, 1999. Yeah, Ashley's was 94. Oh yeah, yeah sorry, 94. 94. Um, 99, I feel it would be a sin not to uh, pick this one. All Star by Smash Freaking Mouth. There you yeah. go. Uh, Guys, I can't stress to you enough how often I played Shrek as a child. Um, All Star, arguably the song that kickstarted memes uh, into being a thing on the internet. Uh, All Star by Smash Mouth, I think it's uh, self explanatory at this point. Yeah. Well, that and song wasn't cool until Shrek yeah. made it cool. <laughs> I would also just like to say that um, the album Tales was released in 95, but Stay was released as a single. In 94. Okay. Okay. I didn't know that. Cool. All right. Number 19. Category 19. A song that makes you think about life. Um, This one was hard for me, but but I eventually settled on a song by Incubus called Dig. Mm, Shut up. Yeah. I had that in my... I had that in my slot. For this category? I did. I took it out and replaced it with something else, mm. but that was typed in my thing. I love that song so much. We all That's do. That's awesome. It's important. We all do. It's, it's important. It, it makes me think, you know, it makes me think, okay, do I have somebody that I can count on if I ever start to be somebody different? start to be somebody that I shouldn't be? Do I have somebody that can be an anchor and pull me back from whatever possible ridiculousness I may be engaging in or, or a horrible attitude that I might be in or changing as a person? And I like to think that uh, you kids are, are that for me. So, yeah, that song, Aww. Dig. And I know you guys both like it as well. That song was also on your your five tracks on uh, it was? your life or whatever. The episode Which episode was that? Uh, I don't know. The music episode where you guys each picked like an age or a year oh, yeah, of yeah, your yeah. life. And that was one of Oh, yeah, 2000. There's a reason no, it stuck around then. 96, 2006, and 2016, I think it was, yeah, that was the episode. Like that. Yeah. So, yeah, Dig by uh, Incubus. Listen to the words. It's awesome. What's uh, yours? What did you replace yours with? Then? Mine, I replaced, I had Dig in this list for quite a while, and I replaced it by Still, or with Still Feel by Half-Life. Oh, yes. 
go check out Half Alive. Quite if you've a never, quite a new song. If you've never heard of them, went viral on YouTube. One of the Is coolest, that that funky one I like? Yeah. Coolest uh, music videos I've ever seen. Yeah, that's good. Uh, coolest, cool, cool guys. Just cool trio of dudes. Yeah, it's a good choice, Ash. Um, I picked Sitting On the Dock of the Bay by Otis Redding. Oh, wow. Uh, Sitting On is in parentheses. Uh, Sitting is with an apostrophe. It doesn't have a G in it, so you know it's laid back. Uh, this is just a guy sitting on a dock just thinking about life, thinking about what's important to him, how he's uh, come this far and where he's going to go. And uh, I don't know, it's just, it's kind of, again, one of those songs that when you hear it just makes you stop and you have to listen to it and uh, appreciate it and just think about where you are and where you want to go. So, sitting on the dock of the bay, Otis Redding. He probably was sitting there thinking, I wonder what the poor people are doing. Because <laughs> his life, he was rich mm-hmm. with the kind of life he had. Alright. Number 20. Category 20. This one was hard. A song that has many meanings to you. This, this one was one. not hard for me at all. It was hard for me. It was it was it was a little bit hard for I me. I had a, I had trouble interpreting the category. I finally just, with the encouragement, with the, uh, talk, just talking with you guys about it, I just kind of decided uh, on a song that not necessarily has two different meanings, but it it's it's two different things for me. Yes. That makes sense. That's what song would be. That's what mine is. That song would be what? Oh, uh, Easy Like Sunday Morning by the Commodores. Ooh. It technically is just called Easy, but everybody knows it Easy Like Sunday Morning. Uh, it's been one of my top three favorite songs ever since I can remember to start listing off favorites of songs. And it's my second go-to karaoke song. So that, Easy by the Commodores and Humpty Dance by the Digital Underground, they, uh, those are my two songs. I won 100 bucks once doing those two <laughs> songs at karaoke. So not only is it just a cool, awesome song, I can sing it and it's fun. So I had to pick that one because it's two different things for me in that manner. That's cool. Um, I picked Transatlanticism by Death Cab for Cutie. This is off their 2003 album of the same name, Transatlanticism. My favorite album by them. Um, This song got me through (laughs) my first two years of high school, especially my first year of high school. Um, Just a really important song to me, beautiful, the way it's just constantly building, and then to the explosive chorus, um, and then I would listen to it, um, on, like, band trips, I would listen to it on the bus, it would be kind of my go-to song, just to, just to kind of calm me down, and then I also listened to it, um, my senior year, we had a band trip to Washington, D.C., and it was just super cold outside, and just I needed to pass the time so I would just play this album and especially this song under Pete and it just means a lot so Transatlanticism by Death Cab for Cutie. Mine is She Will Be Loved by Maroon 5. Mm. Um, just obviously a super awesome song everybody loves it and I don't know why but whenever you and mom are going through a divorce I listen to that song on repeat. Yeah. I don't know why, I don't know what it was about the song, but I love it so much for both reasons. I have it tattooed on my body. Yep. 
That was your first tattoo, right? First tattoo, then I turned 18. <laughs> first out of what? Six, seven, eight, nine hundred tattoos? No, I'm just kidding. Three. I'm I just only kidding. have three. three. You and I are even. I have three. I'm on my way to getting my first one. There, there's a few in the works. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Category right. number 21. 21 is a song you like with a person's name in the title. This one was super easy for me this as well. This one was so hard for me. Rosanna by Toto. Ooh. Wow, such a great song. Yes. All the layers. Yeah. Cool. Ash? Mine is Jerome by Lizzo. Oh, oh, yeah? If you don't know who Lizzo is, <laughs> Go dig through iTunes, find some of her stuff. She has a new album out called Cause I Love You. What's the one she sang on Jimmy Fallon? The one she broker? sang on Jimmy Fallon is called Juice. Juice. It's oh, funky. Gosh. It's awesome. Listen to that one. She's R&B, but it, it's, it's not my first choice of music, but the album itself and her voice is just absolutely incredible. Some of her old stuff is pretty good, too. Yeah. She great. She doesn't care what anybody thinks she, about it. She, she does. Is, she's she is, herself for herself and herself only. Look super, up the word confidence in a dictionary. Super confident. I was gonna say. That. You got super Lizzo confident. on the page. And you, she's standing. She's just sitting right there on the page, smiling at you. I think. All right. And I'd like to say that the three of us were fans before she broke it big. We <laughs> yes. were there for you. We liked so. her first. Just gotta say it. Next. All right. Yeah. If you're listening. Um, <laughs> Which, of course, she is, you know. Yeah, of course, she's our listener. She's listening. She's, she's one of your loyal listeners. <laughs> um, and then uh, I picked Believe Me, Natalie by The Killers. This was off of their first album, their debut, Hot Fuss, which was released in 2004. It's a deep cut off that album. Um, it's You know, it's, it's no Mr. Brightside or anything, but it's a, a song that's just really pretty. And uh, I, it wasn't necessarily easy for me to pick song for this category but it was the first one I picked or like the first one I thought of and I think it just kind of stuck it wasn't like it was like oh this has to be the one but um I don't know it's just really underrated and uh, I love it believe me Natalie by the killers all right category 22 a song that moves you forward I had trouble with this category motivates I don't remember which one of you said but maybe it it encourages you, it motivates yeah. you. Right. Uh, it, mine is kind of cheesy, but it's also kind of actually true because I really do enjoy this song a lot. But it's a little bit empowering. Uh, Roar by Katy Perry. <laughs> oh, I, that's a good one. I really like that's that song. That's a good song. It really is. I really do like that song. Very just earwormy, and it's just there's a reason that song sticks with you. It's yeah. Just, means a lot. The message. Especially in the bridge in the yeah. middle when she The message is great. Yeah. It's building. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good, good one. Too. Um, I picked a song called Dance Music by the Mountain Goats. Um, the song. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Um, this song is not necessarily um, motivating or super positive in the lyric department, but it's this really cute um piano and acoustic guitar driven um maybe it's like two minutes long i don't know it's really short and sweet um i don't know just kind of contemplation of life and i can't help but just i don't know want to pick myself up after i listen to it and again mountain goats are uh they deserve more credit i think so i picked dance music okay 
Mine's kind of cheesy too, but also it's not. If it works for Rocky Balboa, it works for me. I have the tiger? I have the tiger. <laughs> right on. My, yeah. Mine is, uh, <laughs> I work retail and sometimes we have just excruciatingly late nights and one of the, my very first store I worked in, we had a, a super, super late night and we were all dragging, we had hit a wall. Someone started playing Eye of the Tiger and we just start shadow boxing. We broke yeah. through and we finished it. So every once in a while, <laughs> whenever I have a late night at work, I think about that song and I just pick myself up and keep on. We're half a mile from the border of Missouri right now. And uh, last time we drove through here, there's a, a Maroon 5 song called Misery. And we tried to time it with this with this uh, sign that we're seeing right here. This is Missouri State Line. You just sing it. Misery. That was it. We, we tried to time it and it didn't quite work out, but anyways. I have the video of the mess up though and I will keep it forever and ever. <laughs> Welcome to Missouri. This well, is our final state in our trip today. Let me um, dial up the uh, destination that we're going to and we're an hour and 37 minutes away, so. Okay. Um, did everyone do their motivated oh yeah yeah i wrapped this all right so this brings us to category number 23 a song you think everybody should listen to this one is hard because you could every song i like yeah. i want people to listen to exactly I, this one wasn't very difficult for me and i i didn't i i didn't really take it in that aspect i took it the message of this song especially in today's day and age mm. i think everybody needs to hear yeah. And this is my double artist. It's Playing God by Paramore. Yes. Next time you point a finger, I'll point you to the mirror. Yes. Solid track off of Brand New Eyes. My favorite album by them. That's a really important song. Good choice. Um, I picked... Where did I, what did I pick? Oh yeah, I went through a couple of songs, but I, I, I wanted to put this artist on here. Um, I'm... It's... I've gotten into them recently. I wish I got into them a while ago, but I picked um, Over the Love by Florence and the Machine. Uh, this song was on the uh, Great Gatsby soundtrack, the, the movie with Leonardo DiCaprio. I never saw the movie, but I listened to the soundtrack and I fell in love with the song. Florence Welch is an amazing vocalist, one of the best we have living today. Um, Everybody should just listen to that and experience what that woman can do. She's incredible. So, Over the Love by Florence and the Machine. This one was probably my most difficult. So, I started thinking, well, what kind of song do people take for granted? You know, they hear so often. What song should, do I think they, they should just, instead of just having it on in the background, what song should they literally just stop doing what you're doing and just listen Listen to the music, listen to the lyrics, listen to the, the way the song's put together, listen to the construction of it. I picked Purple Rain by Prince. Yes. It's one of the most famous songs of his, obviously, for many reasons. But when you just sit there and listen to it, like with headphones on, it's it starts so simply and it builds to this huge crescendo and you can hear the audience uh, you know at the end of the song it was performed live in front of a studio audience so uh, at the first avenue club that we visited you know the outside of recently but um, anyways it's one of those songs that i think 
is definitely worth listening listening to and paying attention to, even though you've heard it a hundred thousand times. It's an experience for sure. I only had four print songs on my list out of thirty, so that was the second one. I've got two more coming up. All right. Um, that brings us to category number twenty-four: a song by a band you wish were still together. My band is not together anymore because the lead singer bass player passed away. Um, his name was Michael Bean, and he sang for a group called The Call. They were a huge influence on me when I was uh, starting to learn how to play the bass guitar. I learned how to play the bass guitar by listening to Michael Bean, Sting, and Adam Clayton of U2. And uh, Michael, uh, The Call was a highly underrated group. Uh, one of their most famous songs is Let the Day Begin. Such a nice, positive, upbeat message. Maybe that's the one that everybody should listen to as well, but uh, I wish he was still around and that they would uh, be able to continue to make uh, more music because I loved him very, very much. Ash? Okay, mine doesn't have a sentimental story like that. It's okay. It could be as simple as the fact that you that like is their the, music. and That is the only song I've ever done karaoke <clears throat> Was it? Bye Bye Bye. And that was also my very first concert at the That's the a sentimental story. Of, uh, I, I would, I five would years old. Five. Five years, five years old, old. I took Ashley to the old Dallas Cowboys Texas Stadium. Texas Stadium. In the middle of July. We were in nosebleeds. I could nosebleeds. turn around and touch the wall. We sat, it was July, it was a hundred something degrees. There was one row behind us, I think. Yeah, yes, there was one row. We sat in front of a huge, huge, huge human being <laughs> who obviously was struggling in the July heat. <laughs> we were struggling in the July heat. We, you bought us two we bottles bought, of water. I and bought we turned two upside $5 down. bottles of water <laughs> and I poured the entire thing over Ashley's five-year-old head. That was also uh, the concert that there were some teenagers sitting next to me and they offered me gum and I took it yeah. and you made me spit it out. Oh yeah? <laughs> who knows what they laced that gum with? <laughs> oh my goodness. Good times. Okay. Um, I picked Please, Please, Please Let Me Get What I Want by The Smiths. Oh, okay. Um, it's one of my favorite songs by them. Obviously, they're not together. Morrissey went off and did his own thing. Um, He's a big crybaby now. He, you know, and that's the thing. The Smiths are kind of a divisive subject. I don't, you know... You have people who treat Morrissey like he's a god. I'm not one of those people or anything, but um, I love this song. Also, it's in Pretty in Pink, and I love that movie as well. Uh, it's just a really, I don't know, I just love that song, and uh, I just see it being with me for a long, long time. I love it. All right. Thanks. Category 25. A song you like by an artist no longer living. Would you like to go first, Dad? You might have assumed that I would have picked Prince. That was too easy, but too I did easy. not. I picked a song called Father Figure by George Michael. He was so dadgum talented. He was so great. And he passed away um, a little bit, I guess a little while after Prince did. So we lost so many great musicians. This part of the highway yeah, is I'm sorry. horrible. No, no, no. We just passed a sign that said road reserving. This second, sometimes the, this other side sometimes might be the left lane is better. 
Um, anyway, George Michael was very talented, and Father Figure was such a great song. That's what. That's my pick. Okay, well, since you didn't do it, I'll do it. Mine is When Doves Cry by Prince. Solid choice. Yeah. No explanation. No explanation. No, okay, I was necessary. Like, I mean, yeah, okay. Um, I picked Little Wing by Jimi Hendrix. Oh, good one. Um, this is on Access Bold as Love. I think it appeared on a few other albums, um, but I love Access, that album, quite a bit. And Little Wing, it's, it's a lot shorter than I would like the song to be, but uh, I don't know, it's just a really, I don't know, it's very memorable. It's a great song. I just thought of a cover of that song that I could have included in my previous category for a cover I preferred. Yeah. Uh, Sting, Sting does a cover of Little Wing on his album Nothing Like the Sun. It's so great. And it's longer than the original. I think I played it for you. Yeah, you have. Alright. Number 26. 26. A song that makes you want to fall in love. I struggled a little bit for this, this one. Highway sucks. But, uh, yeah, it's okay. I struggled as well. <laughs> this was, I think, the last one I filled in. This is the third of four Prince songs on my list. Uh, it's called The Most Beautiful Girl in the World. Could you be the most beautiful girl in the world? You're the reason that God made a girl. It's just a really nice, sweet song. He speaks so highly of the girl. And uh, that, that makes me want to fall in love again so I can have somebody to feel that way about. I'll be there for you by Bon Jovi. Ah, that's a good one too. These five words I say to you. I swear to you. <clears throat> swear to you? I believe so. Yeah, you're thinking, I could be right. wrong. It wouldn't probably, be the first time. You're probably right. I just haven't heard it in a while. Okay, so mine was a little bit of an interesting choice. I struggled with this one. This was originally going to be the one I was going to put in my another another slot. Um, but I moved it to this one. Mine is called Punk Rock Girl by the Dead Milkman. It's a punk rock song, but the song is talking about um, these two kids who are in love, and it's just, it's, it's more of a little bit, kind of a unconventional romance of sorts, but um, I don't know, it's just, let's travel around the world, just you and me, punk rock girl. It's, a, it's a, sort of a cheesy one, but uh, I think, I like that unconventional um, relationship where there's kind of funny things involved and it may not be super sappy or anything, but I just, I don't know, I think it's kind of a real, a real way to look at it. I don't know. I love it. Punk rock girl. Love and the expression of love comes in an infinite number of forms. I don't know. I just, you know, if I play a punk rock song at my wedding, if I ever get married, I feel like that would be fitting, oddly fitting for me. Can I DJ your wedding? Please. <laughs> okay. Number 27. 27. A song that breaks your heart. This is the fourth and final entry from Prince in this list. Sometimes it snows in April. I would have won a million dollars. Yeah. Super sad song. Beautiful song. Uh, it's from the movie Under the Cherry Moon. His character dies in it, and the song is about his character dying and it's you know just makes it double sad knowing that Prince actually died uh, when we saw 
uh, the revolution. I took both of you girls at two separate times. Everybody was standing the whole time, and then yeah. when this song came on, everybody sat down. Yeah. It's just a super sweet, heartbreaking song, and a beautiful song. Cool. Um, <laughs> this one's a bit of a throwback. Ashley, are you ready? Uh-oh. I picked Miserable at Best by Mayday Parade. Oh, man, my angsty years. This is an ang just, just an angsty song. Uh, Ashley was an angsty teen when she showed me this song. I was an angsty preteen. Your angsty years are over? Um, this made me... <laughs> Far from... This made me so upset about um, the relationship I was not involved in. I did not have one. But I was sad like I did. Um, it's just... At first, the song starts, Katie, don't cry. I know you're trying your hardest. Um, there's nothing like the beginning of this song. Oh it my just gosh. pushes me over the edge into a hit of emotion and I uh, have to lay on the floor and not get up until I've played it at least three times. That's so, a good song. Miserable at best. Yeah. Mayday Parade. When did that song come out? Oh, I don't know. 2000 something something something. It was the 2000s, you know. It was Early 2000s? That was my pop punk metal days. Oh, okay. I'll look it up. Actually, um, you go while I look it up. Okay, this, this category was the last one I filled in. I don't really have a song that breaks my heart. I don't want to listen to things that break my heart and sure. make me sad. Even my sad category is not a sad song. Um, 2007. It was 2007. Okay. I I don't personally enjoy this genre of music, but I know of this song and the the story that the song tells breaks my heart. No child should ever be put in an abusive situation, and it's Concrete Angel by Martina McBride. Oh, okay. So I don't personally listen to the song, but... Well, if it's hard to listen to... Yeah, I mean, well, don't I don't know that I've it. ever actually listened to it personally, yeah. but I know of the song, so that's my answer. Okay. All right, we are almost done. Three more. Yeah, three more. A ca category 28, a song by an artist whose voice you love. Um, I guess I'll go first. Um, this is by an indie folk band from England uh, called Daughter, um, led by, I think it's Elena Tonra, either Elena or Elena. Um, I picked the song Youth. Um, what, I mean, what can I say? This woman has a great voice. Um, it's just a pleasure to listen to. She's a gift. The song uh, was the first song I heard by them. Uh, maybe not the first one, but um, it's off their um, Wild Youth EP. And uh, I think it's just, I don't know, she's just a really talented woman. And I think everybody should go listen to Youth and maybe cry a little bit because she's great. Youth by Daughter. Oh, you just bought that record on Amazon, didn't you? I did just buy that on Amazon. Yeah, it came in my email. I've been looking in each record store I've come across and uh, couldn't find the 10-inch, but I found it on Amazon, so I got it. All right. Dad, you okay? Just stretching my back. Okay. You wanna go? I Wanna Be Around by Tony Bennett. Yeah. Such a smooth, smooth voice. I love Tony Bennett. Even Frank Sinatra says, that Tony Bennett is the greatest singer in the world. Wow. Yeah. 
You just saw Tony Bennett, didn't you? I took mom and dad to see Tony Bennett. It was one of the still the man. One of the four things that I had on my bucket list. I was able to kick one off. So so great. My dad wouldn't stop talking about how awesome it was. Yeah, Tony Bennett. There's a lot of singers whose voice I love, but there's something about Tony Bennett's voice. Just it's like butter. It's just like butter. And, and yeah. his my favorite of his songs are "I Want to Be Around." Mine is This Is What Makes Us Girls by Lana Del Rey. Ooh. A very, very underrated song, first of all. But Lana the, Del Rey. The swagger in that one. Yeah, oh yeah. I <laughs> I listen to her. I love her, but I give her breaks. And every mm -hmm. once in a while I'll rediscover her in my lineup. And then I'll binge her really hard. And I'm in a binge state right now. Specifically like the song too. I feel like whenever you listen to Lana Del Rey, you kind of turn into that um, wife from the 1950s yeah. who's in, uh, who's a suspect. She might have killed her husband. Yeah. She might have not killed her husband. But, but uh, the lyrics in that song yeah. are awesome. Her voice is awesome. Mm -hmm. She's awesome. This is what makes us girls by Lana Del Rey. Good choice. All right, category 29. A song you remember from your childhood. I will go first. This was the first one uh, I put, I picked for this list, and I'm sure y'all know it. Cinnamon Girl by Prince. Yeah. What, um, <laughs> what made you pick that one so easily? I don't know. I just, I had a couple to choose from, but just, I think with us being on this trip, I was just, Prince was knocking around in my brain anyway. Um, I would just, Dad would play this song for me. Um, do you, you remember, were, do you, you remember why he played that song We would for go you? to Taco Bueno. Yeah. And they would have these cinnamon chips. <laughs> oh, I, loved, I remember that. Yeah. I loved those cinnamon chips so much. They're my favorite things to eat. Do you remember how old you were? Oh, I, four, three, Six years old. Six? Yeah. I don't even know. Came out, pretty sure that record oh, came 2004, out in 2000. Musicology, right? Pretty sure it Musicology. came out. Musicology. Yeah. 2004, I think. Pretty sure it, it was either 2004 or 2005. Yeah. So you might have been five or six years old. Okay, yeah. I just... That song is just... I don't know. When I think yeah, of childhood, I think that, I think that was song... 2004 now. I think it is, actually. I don't know. Just something... You were five years old. Yeah. And uh, she's like... Cinnamon oh, you girl. like cinnamon chips? I got a song for you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's a, it's a funny way to kind of bring that up, but yeah. it, it's true. I associated it with one of my favorite foods. Off the Musicology album, which is phenomenal. It's yeah. just phenomenal. Don't you touch my stereo. Um, yeah. Cinnamon Girl. Prince. Mine was from 1974. I was five years old. We lived in Nashville, Tennessee in an apartment. We lived there for about a year and a half, two years. Uh, it's called Kung Fu Fighting by a man named Carl Douglas. This was right on the cusp of what they called chop-saki uh, kung fu movies. It was a little bit of a derogatory term. It was more accepted back then, but there was a lot of kung fu movies coming out at the time, and so this guy capitalized on it. Yeah, it used that dee 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 Everybody was kung fu fighting. And I liked that song so much, I wanted him to play it on the radio. My dad's, or mom and dad's, just call the radio station and ask him to play it. So I called the radio station. Did your superpower work back then too? <laughs> I guess it did. I called the radio station, they answered, and I asked him to play it, and I said, okay. And then they never played it. Oh. Yeah. Or you were done for your nap while they played it. Yeah, I'm out of gun. Yeah. I'm out of, oh. oh, he got busted. Boom. Not me. It's not me this time. Not us this year, buddy. Nope. nope, uh, nope 1974, nope. Kung Fu Fighting. Five years old. Cool. 
Alrighty, Ash. Can you guess? From your childhood? Can you guess? Well, um, is it from Incubus? No. Is it from Will Smith? No. Then no, I can't guess. No. She's she's mentioned it. I accidentally looked at the list. She's mentioned it. I actually You're right in front of me. She's mentioned it on this trip already. Don't give him any clues. That's not a clue, Ash. That's is it not a, a, clue. a band or an artist? A single artist? No, it's a song. Yeah, by a band by, by or who? by a, an artist, single artist. A TBH, I don't know. Um, Semi Charmed Life by Third oh, Eye Blind. Semi Charmed Life by Third Eye Blind. How old was I when that came out? Like two, a year and a half, two, two and a half, maybe. Is the video you have of me singing that? Okay, is that, yeah. Is that when it came out? Very short, very shortly after uh, it came out was when we did that video. Yeah, it was less than a year after that that song came out. I had a cassette single of it that I wore out, and I played it for you, and you were singing it, and I have got video of that somewhere. It's, it it's surfaces on Facebook, on it comes Facebook up, yeah. once a year. Semi Charmed Life by Third, Third Eye, Eye Blind. Blind. Such a great tune. Cool. Such a great tune. Um, was that my phone? Yes, that was. Last category. Last category. Uh, category 30. This was difficult. A song that reminds you of yourself. To go. I'll go. Um, it took me a while to, re- to figure this out, but I finally re- remembered a song that that when I was a lot younger, I it was kind of my theme song. I kind of adopted it as my own theme song. What? I think I know what it is. Why? Did your mom no, say no, something no, about it? No. Uh, because she always thought it was really sad that I <laughs> thought this was my theme song. Oh, then no, I don't think. I guess I'm wrong. Uh, Rod Stewart. Some guys have all the luck. Oh, no. It was about <laughs> this guy who nothing ever went the way he wanted it to. Oh no! Some girls guys get all the some guys get all the breaks. Some guys have you know no reason to complain yeah. stuff like that. And I felt like that I was I never had the luck. That back then that's how I felt. So that I, I identify that with that song as something from my my uh, youth. And when I say youth, I mean even up into my like my mid twenties. So that was the only one that came to mind. Okay. I mean, it's pretty sad now when you think about it, and I don't feel that way at all anymore. But back then, that was—I always talked about how that was my theme song. I'm gonna ask mom about it. Oh, she'll remember. What were you, what were you gonna say? I think I'm thinking of a movie that describes me. I will, I just remember Grandpa telling a story about my bodyguard. No. Oh, okay. Well, was it? Is it? Is Six Million Dollar Man a movie? It was a TV show. TV show. Yeah. And did you run around? Like, was it in slow motion? Uh, he ran in slow okay. motion. Okay. Then maybe so I'm thinking of a story about you pretending to run in slow motion like the Six Million Dollar. I probably man. did that a lot. Okay. Yeah. Mm, I think that's what I'm thinking. Okay. What song describes you? I'll go last. No, I want to go last. No. Yeah, I'll go. Um, I don't know if this is it. I don't know. I wouldn't say that. Um, it took me a little bit to figure it out, but then when I thought of it, it was like, duh. I, I don't know if y'all can guess. Um, hmm, let me think. <laughs> Allison by Elvis Costello. Ah. Allison, for those of y'all who don't know, my name, Allison, is spelled with one L. Um, unlike, You're welcome. Unlike everybody else named Allison on the planet, I have one L. <coughs> I know, look how quirky I am. Um, but Allison by Elvis Costello, Dad got me uh, this song on a 45, either for Christmas or my birthday a couple years ago. I don't remember. 
Um, I don't know, but I have it on a 45 and absolutely love it. I play it every once in a while. And uh, I don't know, Elvis is just, I don't know, I love his voice and I'm really lucky that he, he has a song. And it's that spelled I, your same way. It is. You just spelled our names wrong on the birth certificate. <laughs> no, That's I wanted to spell differently. <laughs> I, I love it, and I especially love when Dad sings this song because it reminds me of like when he gave me that 45 and introduced me to that song. And yeah, Allison by Elvis Costello is my last one. Ash. Okay, I don't like my answer. I was just going to not answer this one because it's a difficult category. I don't, I, don't, I don't really like to think about myself this way. We're opening up but to the I was, listeners. I, I was gonna pick some like self-deprecating song, but I figured that probably wouldn't be the best idea. American Idiot. Uh, oh yeah, American Idiot was a suggestion by Green, Green Day. Day. Uh, Sad but True by Metallica. <laughs> um, you know. I ended up picking. Uh, um, it's the theme song to One Tree Hill. Oh. It's I Don't Wanna Be by Gavin DeGraw says, I don't want to be anything other than what I've been trying to be lately. It's just about being yourself. Oh, that's a great, that's a great answer. It's a you lame like answer. answer. No, it's not. It's lame. No, it's not. It's I, I pick American Idiot. Don't want to be. Sad but true. No, that, yours is, yours is good. It's about being, you want to be yourself. It's about it's being myself. 80 miles to Kansas City. It is, that's a great answer. That's a great answer. We this did it. This is a fun experiment. We did it. <clears throat> fun experiment. I hope you guys had fun listening to it and learning a little bit about us, maybe a little too much on occasion. Um, we'll wrap this up. My voice is starting to hurt from talking. I think I jacked it up with that impression of Ken the Jet Ski guy. <laughs> Alright. Again, like I said, I hope Frank and Bill and I will be back in the studio as soon as possible. I hope you guys had a safe 4th of July. We did. If you're driving, don't drink. And if you drink, don't drive. That's from the Beastie Boys. Sorry. <laughs> Alright, leave us a voicemail at halfhourwasted at gmail.com. Give us a... Did I say voicemail? I you think did. I did. You can leave an email there too, I think, yeah. right? I think you can make a voicemail and then attach it as an audio link to that email. You can always You can that. even snail mail to that number. Something will work. Write, you, will, you can write a letter. Send an electronic Send us a sternly worded letter. Send them a uh, stork with something in the little If you bag. do write us an email, halfhourwastinggmail.com, please start it in this fashion. Dear Brad, Frank, and Bill, <laughs> hello. Hello. How are, how are you? you? I am fine. This is how we, uh, this is how we know you're a real listener. All right, uh, voicemails, 972-798-3830. Until next time, this is Brad, this is... Frank. And this is... Bill! (laughs) And we'll see you next time on Half Hour Wasted. Bye. Bye.